Welcome to Power Women of the Trades podcast. This show is all about breaking barriers and changing the game. Our guests will feature some of today's most successful female entrepreneurs and other advocates of our industry as well. Because if there's one thing we know for sure, female-led entrepreneurship drives change on multiple levels. We want to empower women in the trade industry like you so you can maximize your potential, stay balanced, achieve long-term success, and claim ownership over your life. Let's get started. Hey there, Power Women. Producer here behind the scenes, Rita, to give you a quick note and welcome you back to part two of this episode. We wanted to shout out and thank our sponsors, On Purpose Media, Kick Charge Creative, Yellowstone Local, Key Heart Marketing, Service Titan, and Chirp. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear more about Service Titan and check out the show notes to learn more about all of our amazing sponsors. We appreciate our sponsor's support and you for listening. Enjoy the episode. I'm really like enjoying this chat because I think it's such an interesting perspective. I just keep saying that because, again, there's so much chatter and it's like we hear one thing on this shoulder and one thing on this Mm -hmm. shoulder and one thing here and Facebook says this, but that's a lie and this is that. And at the end of the day, I think if you are in a position of being an owner and you may or may not sell, I think it's important to really be listening to what you're saying as far as really know what that's going to mean for you. Well, if what you're you someone gonna... who your work is closely tied to your identity. Yes. Yeah. There's there's a part of that where I think you can have, you can be a successful owner. You can be wanting to sell and not be tied to your, you know, mm-hmm. you can't put your identity in work. You have to decide right? where that is, you know, what or, that looks or like. I think... If anything, you have to have a the next plan mm-hmm. because that's where I think maybe is the maybe was a hard spot for you and other people that like we've kind of seen that our friends and in this in our space is I sold or they sold because it was in front of them and it was a good idea, but then they didn't have that next plan. And so you spend a lot of time, you think, oh, well, I'll have the time to figure it out. But you really don't. I feel like even, you know, I've been having this conversation, I have some grown kids, and I've been having this conversation with them about what they want to do. And I almost feel like I would put myself right into where they're at of like, what they want to do with their life. And they're still so confused and navigating that. But I like I am this person 100%. Like my identity isn't working and just working and and I love business and it's not even just that I love my HVAC business I just love chasing I think I relate to you a lot there I just love the chase of revenue achieving and, and achieving, achieving and setting a goal. a goal and you know I I had a goal for to raise our net profit and we did we raised it by four points and it was like in one month and so being able to be like mm, check mark you know like it's a game t- it's a game to some, not these people's lives are not a game, but then that's the other part of it is like, I get a lot of fulfillment from people. You do. You're very involved with your, like the day-to-day of what's going on with your team, My whether team, it was HVAC plumbing or something, if it was like anything else. I previously owned a tanning salon. It was the same thing. Like those I love deeply. And so was that hard for you also with 
not having that connection with your team? That, I was going to say, that's probably what I miss the most is like one of our things in our business was that I wanted my employees' lives to be better because they worked for us. They were always our priority. We always paid them as much as we could. We always gave them benefits as much as we could. We gave them everything and not at a cost of a you know thriving business but just shifting things around, making things more efficient and, you know, training them to a point where they could actually be worth a higher amount. Like just all the things that you can do as a business owner in order to charge more for your people and be able to give back to them. Because that was for me, what I loved most about my business is just the connections with the people. Now, let me tell you, there were some of my employees that I wish I could have got rid of a whole lot sooner than we did because we didn't always hire in a great way. Like, you know, I'm sure you guys under, you know, can identify as well. So sometimes you're just desperate and you need bodies. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Some people are just there for a season and you know that going into it. And you have we to be okay We definitely it. had done that for sure. I think we, we've personally gotten into a better spot that you, we don't have to do that per se, but we definitely have been in a spot in our life where we did, you know, and, but then the, you see those same people when you do that, you see those same people that are like dramatically jeopardizing your culture that you've built for and all those other people. It's like they're the sour apple in the bunch, you know, it's like messing up everything else you've worked for. So I think I've gotten a lot better at that. I was going to say, it's actually the exact reason I wrote the book that I wrote, which is called Hiring Secrets for Trades and Construction for exactly that reason is because it's such an emotional thing. And it's so easy to just hire people because they're willing to come work for you. And with in my book, I lay out the three things, you know, it's how to find them, how to hire them, how to keep them. And, you know, it's all about, it's the people taking care of the people personally. And then it's about the work environment. What does your work environment needs to look like at culture basically. And then also your processes, you know, is their work life easy or do you make it really difficult calling them at seven o'clock in the morning going, Oh shoot, you're going to this place instead, or I'm not sure where you're going today. Just like, give me a minute. Or, you know, like having those, like just making their work life easy by having the right processes in place. And I think that those are kind of the three things that are missing in our industry on a big scale to really find good quality employees that want to stay and to really go through the process properly of hiring those people, knowing your core values, being able to share your mission and be able to hire the people that match with you as opposed to just the warm body. And I know how difficult it is in construction because there are so you people, you're like, but there's this person, maybe he doesn't match our values exactly, but he's no, 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 no. Cause that will cost you a whole lot more than, you know, going another few weeks, months, whatever. Oh yeah. We were we previously, like we would hire, I was so proud of us this year because we would hire a, like a new service tech. And previously, like it would always happen to where we would be slammed. And that new service tech was capable of running these calls, but he hasn't been trained to our processes yet. And so we would need jerk and just put him in a van and then he would never really get the training that he needed. Mm -hmm. And we recently just started two new service techs and they have literally, it didn't matter how busy we were, they have been in the front seat with someone and they've been training. And he, one of them is finally this week in his own vehicle, but he's been with us for two weeks. And, but that's not how we had done that in the past. And then you're like, well, why didn't he do this? Well, because we never told him to right. do that, you know? Right. <laughs> and, but we're all guilty. Well, it's true. Like just, well, just going through a proper onboarding process and being able to introduce them to all of these things is key to their success. And that's, I think, on the employer to make sure that they do put them through a, a good onboarding process to make sure that they can be successful and have all the information they need and have the appropriate people that he needs to ask questions to or 
he or she can ask questions to, you know, whatever that is. Like it is, I definitely agree. It's up to the employer to make sure that person is successful. We put in our core values a couple of years ago, and we say we hire and fire based off of our core values. And, you know, one thing I was coming in to the studio today, and one of my managers had sent a message to her team to remind them about the reason why we ask for options on our tickets, you know, and I reminded them that our core value is one of our core values is solution provider to be a solution provider. And we do that. So we're preparing the customer for what's needed now or what's to come. But also when you don't do that, you kind of discredit your expertise, yourself, you know, and you, when you really put it to them like that. And again, so I could go down a whole rabbit hole of how much just being able to say our core values on a regular basis. And then your people start repeating them too, because they're like, uh, well, we want to celebrate, celebrate our win. That's the core value. And they, when they start living that with you, that's when you start like, oh, this process is like, this is how it's supposed to go. And it feels good. Like you can feel the difference when everything gets aligned with the right people. It's yeah, it's good for sure. Okay. So I'm thinking about your processes and how you keep yourself organized and those things. I'd imagine that you took the best pieces of all of that. And that's what you started implementing into your coaching. So you, I know earlier you said you're in Vancouver, but the majority of the people you are coaching are business people in America. That's right. Yeah. I have them on all coasts. It's kind of fun. Yeah. It's good. East coast, West coast. Yeah. What does that look like? to have you as a coach? What type of services do you offer? What is your, the day-to-day look like? So originally when I went into this, I had like this, this is the thing we're going to go through. We're going to start here and we're going to end here. But what I recognize is as I started working with people, I need to meet them where they're at. So I never actually took my A to Z process and applied it anywhere because it wasn't really what they needed. What they needed was where they're at And let's figure out what your biggest challenge is. And while we work on that A to Z in the secondary, kind of the secondary goals, we are really focusing on their biggest urgencies because a lot of them, and I tell you between, you know, mindset is a huge thing I deal with constantly with as women in construction, they, there's a lot of challenges just, you know, knowing that they belong there and that their imposter syndrome and confidence and all of those things. So I work a lot on those things. So, so like the life coaching that I did do, the certification that I did do kind of comes in handy. So I kind of put those two things together and then we work on their business, what their biggest urgency is, and we kind of work out from there. And the goal is to have them have a system where they understand their numbers and they can put their, their metrics in place so they can actually understand how their business is doing. And then we get systems put in place and it's just sort of step-by-step. And it, it really does go by what are we working on right now? Let's put a system in place for it. As opposed to saying, we have these 47 systems that we need to build. Let's start with number one. It's like, what is this? And maybe the system we have right now is number 23 and that's okay. We just need to start somewhere. Well, because yeah. that's an that's a hugely overwhelming process when you start building out your SOPs and getting them in one spot, you know, the playbook to your business. So I like I like what you're saying where you just meet them wherever they're at at that time instead of kind of just throwing this blanket on everything saying, okay, you have to figure out 155 things this year. Yeah, and Let's when get you hire, started. Yeah, and when you hire a coach, sometimes that's what you want to happen on the other side. You're like, fix this, fix this, fix this. But you honestly aren't in the mental headspace to do any of that yet. You have It has to be a one day at a time, piece by piece, because that's how you've done it before. But we are all guilty of just being like, check mark, fix this all, please, today. And then uh, magic button, please. 
I've been looking for the easy button. I know. <laughs> We're still looking for it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say my goal is really just to make the life easier of my clients. So how can I help alleviate that pressure, that stress that that you feel every single day when you're going to work and you don't know where you're going to start? Like that's, let me come in and just guide you. Let me help you. Let's do this. Let's work on this. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you. Do you have a template for this? I'm like, yes, I do. Let's get that for you. You know, it's just... It's just making life easier because I know for me, I would be sitting there going, okay, where do I start? Where do I start? I got like five minutes to work on my business. Okay. Where am I going to start? And it's because it's everything, you know, where do you go? Yep. I feel that. Okay. Well, we've loved chatting with you. If we had, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how could they do that? I'm really easy to find my Coralie Beatty on all platforms and I'm one of one. So <laughs> I'm easy to find. And my website is thrivehq.ca. HQ.ca. Okay. Awesome. And we'll make sure that we have that in the show notes for anyone looking to reach out. And I love that you are not you talk about, you know, construction also, because I think sometimes some of our other listeners are ones who've reached out to us are like, are, is this just for HVAC or plumbing or just for whatever? And, and I think that it's great to have people like you that are willing to recognize all of the construction things that are out there, you know, and so uh, specifically keeps coming to mind like concrete and garage doors mm -hmm. and those that I landscaping, landscaping friends that are looking, control. that don't always have like, as much resource as we have gotten spoiled to in HVAC and plumbing. So that's awesome. Yes. As did we, when we were there, like that's, that was the, where our start was, was with uh, specific HVAC and plumbing coaches. One thing I did want to mention actually that your audience may be interested in is that I do have a membership group and it's called elite warrior women. And it is for women business owners in the industry. And I had a pilot program that I ran last summer and I just launched the membership in March this year. So there are, are still founder rates. And it has been amazing. Like the, it is everything from contractors, carpenters, painters. We have a couple of plumbers in HVAC. We have kind of a smattering of all of the different areas. And it's been amazing. Like it's just a space to come to have conversation and figure out your issues. And it's a low entry point as far as, it, you know, being able to afford something and give yourself that support. It's been an incredible space that I've really appreciated. And that's something that. What was the website again on that one? It's. You can check my, the name of the group is Elite Warrior Women, and there's a link to it on my website. Okay, Perfect. cool. Well, I love that. Get that in the show notes also. I think that's great to have. That's probably been one of the biggest things Leslie and I've talked about a lot is having other women to, to talk to on a regular basis that are doing the same type of business that we are mm -hmm. that can understand what's going on and where we're coming from when we have frustrations or hurt or understand, you know, to help understand. So. And that's exactly why I do this is because when I was a woman business owner, like men and women have different experiences. And as women business owners, we don't have other women around us. So I started this space so that we can come together and have those conversations and have the support collaboration. It is, it's been amazing. I, I've loved it. That's so cool. Awesome. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us today. And we will make sure to get all this in the show notes for you. And we look forward to talking to you again sometime soon. Yeah. Thank you so much. Definitely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Ask any contractor. Tracking KPIs like close rate and ticket size has always been a challenge. 
Improving KPIs is even harder, but contractors on Service Titan tell a different story. This is Dale Jackson of Jackson Services. Service Titan gives me the metrics to know the performance of every individual in my company. That kind of information is invaluable to me. Get the full story of your business with powerful data-driven insights from Service Titan. Schedule a software demo today at servicetitan.com. That's servicetitan.com. This has been Power Women of the Trades. Like what you hear so far? Leave us a review at Apple and make sure to listen to our other episodes wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.